You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you. What up, what up, Real Coach JB, man, it's another Slapdick Podcast coming to you on this fine Friday, uh, September 4th, 2020, um, Another day, another dollar, man. Um, be a short, short show tonight, man. I got some fucking chicken in the oven. About to watch my Lakers. Um, been swamped, man. Um, it's been crazy dealing with the whiskey and the cigars. I appreciate all the support out there. Um, let me get this thing started, man. The the quote of the night. Um, I know it's even it's only five forty on the West Coast here on this Friday, and I'll be launching it tonight. Hopefully, you're hearing it. On your morning drive this weekend or uh, or tonight, whatever you do, uh, whenever you choose to listen to podcasts. But um, the only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Hey, man, that's what I woke up today with, um, trying to be better than what I was yesterday. Um, this show is brought to you by Manscaped again. Um, live sports are back. Obviously, we got the Lakers in uh, Houston tonight. Um. That way, our partners at Manscaped have partnered up with us to make sure that your nuggets equals, a.k.a. your balls, best have the, the best matchup possible. Better shave your nuts, men. Go to manscaped.com. Use my fucking promo code, SLAPDICK, and get you 20% off and free shipping um, with promo code SLAPDICK. So make sure you guys go use my promo code. Go to manscaped.com. Uh, Manscaped's here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And uh, SLAPDICK promo code. Take your grooming game to the next level. So we got a bunch of shit. You know, little shit. I'm just being honest. I'm going to talk real shit. You know how that is. Um, I don't know if you've. Another death hit us, Tom Seaver, another great baseball uh, legendary pitcher. Um, Tom Seaver died. I mean, every fucking buddy's dying in 2020, man. It's it's a, it's a fucked up deal, man. Fucked up year. It's one to remember and one to forget, like I said the other day. Hope you guys heard the show with Greg Whiteley, the producer of Last Chance You on Netflix, um, and Cheer, and uh, other things. But I said it is a year to fucking forget, but it also is a year to remember. So, you know... It is, it is what it is, and, and, and like I said, it's one of those things uh, that we got to keep grinding through, man. Because if it was easy, we'd all have the winning lotto numbers. Everything would be fucking peaches and cream and sunshine and rainbows. And it's not that way, man. Um, unless you're, you know, morphed into getting fucking millions of dollars from a family member heirloom or some shit like that, man. It's a small percentage, you know. Unless you're one of those fucks, everybody else got to go out here and grind and uh, all gas, no brakes. Go get yours. Hustle. Hustle does not mean do illegal shit. Hustle means earn income in multiple fucking ways. Understand what the definition of hustler is. Um, now, I don't know if you saw that airplane with all the fucking Iowa white people on it. 
with fucking red make Iowa great uh, hats again. Make Iowa great again hats on. I was like, what in the fuck? And then Iowa turns around and pays the football staff more money than they made last year. After they had to fire the racist strength conditioning coach, where Kurt, where Ference comes out, the head coach, and says, I'm out of, basically out of fucking reach of my guys. I don't understand the culture. <laughs> and you guys get a raise. So you, te- tell, you can't tell me that this thing's fucked up. Not fucked up. Because it is fucked up. Because the bottom line is, some people can do shit, and good old boys can get away with it. Some people that don't believe and don't talk to the talk, um, the people that don't, yes, sir, no, sir, everything, and fall in line, can't do it. Could be the same guy in the same skin tone, or it could be two different types of skin tone. The bottom line is, some people can do it, some people can't. Even though I do say play the game, I also say there's a fine line between right and wrong. And standing for something. Or falling for fucking anything. So I'm always going to stand for something. But Iowa looks like a fucking shitbird state. You got this fucking bunch of Trump supporters. And then they give the, the fucking coaches a raise. And then you got black players on the stat, on the team. In turmoil and up and roar about how they're treated. Great job. But presidents, administrators, ADs. Hire the same old fuckers. And uh, they can't handle the truth, can't handle a guy like myself saying it. And uh, therefore, hey, man, if I can't coach, I'll just sit here and sip whiskey. But um, you pay, the message that's being sent is fucked up. You pay an Iowa staff that's obviously done some shit who continue to recruit 70% of their pop, their roster is black. Maybe not I was the shit. It might be one of the ones that are 70% white. I don't know. But my point is you continue to recruit the black population and sell black parents pipe dreams and then treat them like a piece of meat in a meat market and have, do racist shit and just it's a slap in the face, man, and it's and it's it's getting old, man. It's getting really old, and uh, you know that leads me to Steve Nash getting the Nets job, and you know I'm not. I don't know if you guys listen to Stephen A. and he's standing standing hard on its white privilege that the Nets hired Steve Nash over like Mark Jackson, Tyron Lue. Over guys like this, Maurice Cheeks. Um, you know, I agree with him in a sense. I also have a whole nother situation. I also have a whole nother take on this thing. And you know, Stephen A's deal white is white privilege. Steve Nash has no real experience. He was an assistant with the Golden State Warriors. People are going to come out and say, well, he's got experience with the Golden State Warriors. He was like the side part-time shooting coach for Kevin Durant, okay? That's real fucking hard to do, by the way. I could be Kevin Durant's shooting coach, and he would be the same player he is today as he is with Steve Natch being his shooting coach. 
can I just be honest? Coaching is over fucking rated. Raheem Boyd did not get better as a player on the field from Coach Brown, myself. He might have got better as a human. He might have did some other things that made him able to succeed now where he's at, leading the SEC in rushing and being an NFL draft pick. But I didn't make him a better football player, per se, on the field. He came out the womb being great. I'm just going to be honest. Kevin Durant did not get better shooting the fucking ball by Steve Nash. Okay, first of all, he's a 20 times better shooter than Steve Nash ever was. Steve Nash was a decent shooter, but he's not like Larry fucking Bird. He's, he wasn't fucking Reggie Miller, okay? Let's, let's be honest. He stole two fucking MVPs from Kobe because white privilege. Now, I do agree with that one. But I'm just saying, I have a whole nother take. Stephen A. says white privilege. I say it's the same soft culture. And it's another bad hire. And it's the easy, safe hire. And it's because we're soft. It's why these presidents and ADs hire the same old fucking people after they're shitty at the place before. Because we make soft hires. It's not a white privilege or a black thing. Obviously, Kyrie and Durant signed off on Nash. See, people are forgetting this whole signed off on. Signing off on the coach means you have more say than the grown people in the profession. And I and I mean I mean the I mean the grown people by I know Kevin Durant and them were fucking probably pushing 30 or whatever, right? Or maybe older, I don't know. But so they're grown, obviously. But what I mean is there wasn't a time there was a time once a time upon a time ago where fucking you stayed in your lane, you earned your money, you made your money, you played every game. You didn't have fucking sit out games and fucking load management games and all this other shit. You earned the money you fucking made. Nowadays, they're not even earning all the money they're making. I don't know why if they load manage, why they do not dock that pay. Like, why is that not going back into the NBA salary cap or something? Salary cap's going to be hugely taking a huge hit this year because of COVID um, for the NBA next year. And so I bet you people like Giannis won't even fucking re-up um, right away because of the salary cap that's going to be have a huge impact because of COVID. So people don't realize all that shit. People don't realize I know more than fucking football either. But the bottom line is Steve Nash was hired by two superstars that signed off on it, A, by soft ownership and man, general manager B, who makes a hire without even even interviewing one brother, not even one black coach got an interview, when you can possibly get a coach, at least do a Rooney Rule deal where you interview one of these people, um, like a Tyron Lou or one of these guys that's, that's get a shot to go get another fucking head job from some of these fucking owners. Like, that's what's fucked up to me. Like, these cats didn't even get a fucking opportunity to interview to go get another job from these people. That's what's fucked up with me. These fucking owners, man, these fucking billion-dollar people pick and choose who they hire, and nothing can be happening. Nothing can happen about it. And it's fucked up, and I don't know if it's white privilege, but I, I do agree with Stephen A. in some sense that it probably is, obviously. But at the same time... Apparently Nash is good. Everybody likes Nash. All good. I don't. 
I don't care. Steve Nash is not more qualified than Mark Jackson, Tyron Lue, Brian Shaw. He's not. But, you know, it really don't take a lot to go in there and coach the Nets next year when those two come back. They're pretty loaded. And is he going to be able to fucking tell Kyrie what to do and have him do it to betterment of the team? I don't know, man. So I don't know if it's white privilege. I don't know what it is. You know, Richard Jefferson had his take. He thinks it's a basketball thing. It's not a basketball thing because this motherfucker doesn't have the fucking experience in the fucking fire. Like, he's he can shoot his shooting coach. Okay. Nashville's a good player and all this. He's decent and all. But where is when all of a sudden is this motherfucker Phil Jackson? Now, I agree. Derek, Derek, Derek Fisher's got his shot. Jason Kidd had his shot. But those two, at least, Jason Kidd was an assistant um, some places. Fisher was an assistant. You know, Jock Vaughn has put in his work with, with Popovich in San Antonio to at least have this shot. But I don't even think he had, was considered. And he did a hell of a job with the Nets in the bubble, if you didn't notice. And Jock Vaughn's a former L.A. guy. I had to guard him in high school. He was the fastest player I ever uh, saw. But, you know, I don't know, man. It's just a, it's a soft thing to me. It's not a, really a white privilege. It's more of a soft, safe higher we're not going to ruffle feathers we're going to make this higher and it comes off bad not that you have to hire a brother just because he's a brother in the middle of black lives matter and in the middle of all this shit i don't give a fuck about that black blue green yellow you're the best person should have the job period comes off insensitive right now because of the soft culture we live in i get that and I don't know if people are supposed to appease the Black Lives Matter movement or what have you and hire black people just because of that. I don't agree with that either. But what I'm saying is for not having one brother interviewed of all the capable bodies out there and Steve Nash to get it with no head coaching experience, not even a real, not even like at least Bill Walt or uh, Luke Walton had a bunch of fucking assistant experience. You know, he hasn't even really had his feet wet. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like Phil Jackson, you know, go straight to GM of the Knicks. I mean, it's all who you know. It ain't what you know. It's a safe fucking don't ruffle feathers hire. And it's a fucking soft hire. Because Steve Nash will be another scapegoat in three years. And they'll say, well, we hired a guy with no experience. And da 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 Meanwhile... Tyron Lue's getting older. Mark Jackson still. Mark Jackson must have. Like, I love Mark Jackson, man, and his brother passed away, and I knew about it. But, you know, my thing is, does he have, like, a sex tape out or something? Because this motherfucker cannot get an interview with nobody. He built the Golden State Warriors team, just so we're clear. He drafted those players and had that team really, really close. Steve Kirk came in and took it, obviously. But goddamn, he can't get an interview for shit. Like, he'd be a great fit in New Orleans. Great fit. He'd be a great fit in Philly. I thought he'd be a great fit in New Jersey, Brooklyn. So, I don't know. It is what it is, man. Um, I just think that kind of ties hand in hand with the whole Iowa fucking deal. And these guys get raises. 
and the black kids are bitching and moaning about the fucking inequality and shit that's going on there and the fucking racist shit. They fire a fucking strength conditioning coach and they get raises. I don't, I don't know, man. Texas Tech women basketball coach gets fired for being hard on their team. Like, it's a very fine line, man. It's it's not black and white, man. It's just so much gray area in there. But good thing, man. I'm I'm watching Cobra Kai, man. Cobra Kai on on Netflix, man. I thought it was a joke and a, and a mockery. I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know it was out. I don't watch Netflix. I didn't even know the shit was out. I'm a huge Karate Kid fan. I mean, I, I used to love the quotes and the sayings and the all the ideologies that fucking Miyagi had. So for whoever produced that show back in the day with Miyagi's sayings, it's, it's like John fucking Wooden uh, coaching karate. Um, people use Miyagi's quotes all the time, if you haven't realized, but or his sayings. But uh, So I turned it on, man, one night, sipping on some slapdick whiskey, and I'm like... And this shit, it, the first episode had me rolling Johnny's ass. Looks like he's 70. Um, but, you know, hey, end up being a fucking pretty good show, man. I ended up watching it in the two days, three days, and uh, I got a kick out of it, man. It, it's it's it's, cra- it's amazing that they brought every single person from the show back. And uh, I'm curious to see if Allie comes back in season three. Um Cause, uh, but it was, it was, it was good, man. How they had Daniels in there, you know, Daniels, a shit bird, uh, people don't realize, um, but at least he dropped his nuts and has some nuts to him now. So they made it realistic, man. I thought it was a good show. Um, even though it has a little with Disney in it, um, at least it cussed more than like a show like all American or whatever, um, which was like a fucking joke. Um, so I don't know. I'm just ranting on, man. Today's episode is should be called Slapdick because I'm just ranting on. But but real shit, the whole Iowa thing and then the Steve Nash thing, it just shows you that I do agree with Stephen A. on that regard about the white privilege part of it. Um, but all the, obviously, people signed off on him, which to me is soft. Um, and that also, it's soft because now those players – are running and dictating shit. So are those guys going to listen to the guy they said to hire? Now that's what you got to watch because if it's a shit show and it's a Kurt Rambis deal with Dennis Rodman throwing fucking towels at him, watch, watch what I say. This shit's going to be a fucking, it's going to implode again from the inside. And then you got a shit bird like Kyrie who can't seem to get right with his team and leadership and all that type of shit. We're going to see how it goes. Maybe KD holds it together. I don't know. I got reservations with his leadership skills, too. So, who knows, man? It's a shit show. Maybe uh, Brooklyn should be in Iowa. So, I got to say, I got to be honest. What are the fucking football coaches of America at the four-year level doing? I get what the high school coaches are bitching and moaning about. I understand why they're fighting for their guys. I don't understand why the four-year guys are bitching and moaning and coming up with all this fucking shit to play this year. I don't understand it. And here's why. Wouldn't you want, wouldn't you as a coach not want to play if all your guys are opting out? 
at that level when you make millions of dollars. And just so we know, just so we're clear, you're not getting your job uh, status and resume is not having an asterisk next to it. And it's not being put on pause. And your clock's not stopping if you play this year. All you coaches on the bubble of being fired next year, Power 5, FBS, all you coaches that aren't Nick Saban or Dabo Sweeney who are secure are going to be fired if you still if you have a shitty season. Can we be clear? So, why are you guys fighting so hard to play a season with so many unknown fucking variables? That's putting every kid out there at risk that you've promised their fucking families they'll be safe in your watch, under your watch and tutelage. Why are you fighting so hard? Don't that tell you something that this thing's about money and not fucking the health and the fucking this and that and blah, 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 blah. And quit slapping us in the face and telling us lies, man. We're not that fucking dumb. And I know better. You're, talk, you're listening to the horse's mouth here, man. You're hearing it firsthand from Cat that knows the fucking inner, inner working of this deal. Georgia loses their quarterback, the latest kid to opt out, big-name kid. Like, what are we doing? So the next guy up is the USC transfer QB, who I don't even know if he's cleared yet physically. I think NCAA cleared him, but I don't know if he's physically cleared. And I don't want to play without my quarterback. (laughs) I'm not going to play without him. Kirby Smart. And just so you know, you lose Alabama and you lose to fucking Florida and you lose to LSU, you don't get a pass because it's COVID. Made your bed, sleep in it. I don't understand what the fuck's going on. And then on the flip side of it, we wanted to do these, we wanted these changes. We wanted to sit out Big Ten, Pac-12 players, want to sit out until some fucking demands were met. All that shit's been just non-even discussed. We haven't even talked about that. We talk about the fucking uh, wet-ass pussy video more than we talk about uh, the the whole fucking demands thing from the Big Ten and the Pac-12. We talk about the WAP video or whatever than, than that. So, remember Brianna Taylor just got dismissed over WAP video and shit? Man, it's just crazy. Same with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 players. Their whole movement went away, and the Big Ten and Big 12 said, oh, you want a bitch? We just won't play. But the flip side of that deal is Donald fucking Trump meets with the Big Ten commissioner to go ahead and play. What are What is everyone not hearing out there right now from me? Have I mentioned the Pac-12 at all? They are so fucking irrelevant. Larry Scott, you guys are so irrelevant that Donald fucking Trump, who can't hold a glass of water and can't fucking read or write and can't spell and is dumb as a rock, and is fucking leading this country. He won't even talk to you dumb fucks in the Pac-12. You are that minute, that irrelevant, 
that the Big Ten will get talked to by them, but you guys won't be talked about. You can't even get a fucking talk from Donald Trump, man. Nobody gives a fuck about out here on the West Coast about the football. It's gone. It's that shitty. Nobody gives a fuck. Now, if SC was who they used to be when Pete Carroll was here and they were still winning and they had these big-time guys coming out and going to the NFL, then they might have a discussion. There might be some talk. But right now, there's only maybes in the Pac-12. There's maybe Oregon. Maybe. You know, we'll see what Washington does. But at the best, they're only fucking mediocre, man. At best, they're going to be two te- two lost teams, maybe a one-loss team, Oregon or, or maybe a Washington. I don't know. It, Nobody gives a fuck about the Pac-12 right now. It's crazy to me. And this guy's making fucking buku money, the Commissioner Scott. And, uh, I mean, they will play basketball in the Pac-12, but they're not going to play football. So basketball will drop in November, but not football. Like, what the fuck is really going on here, people? I mean, how... I mean, now now a vaccine is in place to drop around election date. Have you heard this one? So how ironic a vaccine is going to be made in six months when it usually takes like two to three years of trials and such. But now, so did the fucking aliens drop the vaccine off to us? Like what a joke we are in every aspect, like in human nature. Like it's unbelievable. Every fucking human being is being disregarded in every fucking aspect. It's unbelievable to me. Um, Pac-12 is a non-factor. They're irrelevant. Nobody gives a fuck about us out here. And we used to be really, really relevant. And now it's, it's, a, it's a fucking joke. And how are you going to have college football and you don't have every conference playing? And then you got all these opt-outs. Like Penn State's best player. Fucking Georgia's best player. Fucking... Florida, fuck it. Everybody's opting out. There's over 150 kids, 35 All-Americans. They're opting out to go to the draft. I get that. I would too. But I would be telling them to do it, not fighting them, not trying to keep playing a meaningless season that means nothing, that only bad shit can happen out of. Please help me. Please, Curb Herkstreet and all these motherfuckers, tell me what is the positive that can happen from playing football this fall. This JV level type of athlete, and that may be not JV, but let's be real. We're not, we're, we're missing 150 NFL draft pick possibilities playing. You might say that's not a lot when you think about all the teams that are playing. The teams that are playing are Central Arkansas and Austin fucking P. They're already JV level talent. So the major players are not even all playing. And then their best players at the major levels are opting out. Which puts those guys at a lower level than normal. And so now you're basically SEC will probably look like the Pac-12 this year with with probably better running game, but in a little better defense. But you know, it just it's kind of disgusting to, to keep hearing these coaches push for this when there is no positive to come out of this thing. There's no positive. Push your kids to go to the NFL. 
Get better as at your tra- at your craft. Get your facilities better. All you mid major schools that can take try to jump and take over some places by building your program up. You know, fight the furloughs, fundraise, do some things, get some shit in order for another possible pandemic, maybe even next year. I mean, it's it, I haven't heard that this thing's going away yet. So maybe we can play if we have some shit in order and figure out some shit as a fucking at a at a higher level. Maybe that happens. Let's worry about the fucking, you know, election and see what happens with all this shit. But you're going to try to play. It's such a fucking joke with no commissioner in college football. It's a joke. And this thing is just throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks first. And 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 I just see a huge implosion happening. And the babies are the ones at risk. You fucks ain't out there playing. And then the coach gets sick. Guess what? He gets to stay home. Or coach from the press box. Or not come to practice and virtually coach. But these kids are out there every day with these fuck sticks in the dorm. Regular general populated students. If you haven't seen South Carolina, they've got thousands of cats at a bar the other day with no social distance, whatever, all the bullshit. The demographic of that age group don't give a fuck about the pandemic. How many times do I need to say it? The percentage of kids dying at that age is under 0.0001%. So why would they give a fuck? Not enough of them are dying. Sorry to say it. And they're not that stupid. They're saying, nah, we're invincible. Young people, what do they always think? We're all invincible. We can fight it. We can beat anything. Our immune systems, da-da-da-da. We're athletes. We can run around. I mean, until somebody's fucking directly affected, they're not going to believe it. And until there is one voice, which we have no leadership voice, so until there's one voice... And Fauci's not the one getting it done because obviously he's either had his legs swept from under him or these other doctors are still coming out with different things. You know, you can get it from your eyes now. You can get it from metal. You can get it from fucking this. You can get it from that. There's so many different things saying how you can get it, how you can protect it. Now there's masks. Now there's other people coming out and uh, saying this fucking the mask aren't as good as they thought. Like, Nobody knows shit. So guess what? Cats away, the mice will play. Motherfuckers are going to go out and do them. They're going to go out there and be them, do them, whatever the fuck they want to do. And when there's no leadership and there's no fucking concrete evidence, and this is the deal, people are going to do what they want to do. And you're going to have the shit either spread, people not give a fuck, which would be why there's people not playing this year, but we're fighting it. We want to play football so bad at that level. I don't know why I get the NFL level. I get the high school level. You play high school one time. It's a different ball game. You should have the opportunity to play high school college. If you're a senior, you've already played college football, man. I mean, you don't, how many seniors play college football nowadays anyway, unless they're, they're just not that good. Most kids are opting out. They're going to the draft junior year, right? Red shirt, sophomore year. So let's just be honest. It's not the fucking traditional. Don't want me. I don't want to hear Kirk Herbstreit say this is college football. We They should play because, it's, you know, their parents should get to see him run out of fucking Autzen Stadium in front of 70,000. 
No, it's not. The kids don't give a fuck no more, or they wouldn't tweet out, I've opted to decommit from blah, 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 and I'm going to open my fucking uh, recruitment up. Okay? So don't give me that bullshit. Because if, if it was that way, you wouldn't have all this shit happening. Nobody cares no more. The kid is trying to get out as fast as he got in, and he wants that money, that payday, and I see it. It's turned into a fucking a meat market like it's always been, but now it's just turned into a, you know, NCAA basketball is fucked up so bad that the kids aren't even going to play college no more out of high school. They're going overseas or what have you, and that's going to end up being – you know, the detriment to them. And, I, and I'm just telling you, like, they keep treating these kids the way they are. Fuck it. I wouldn't play there either. So, just saying. But I'm just talking the truth. I told everybody Heat's going to play Boston in the finals in the East. And then it's going to be Boston Lakers. Why not? John Thompson passed away, played for the Celtics. Kobe died in the beginning of the year, which jump-started this fucked-up year. It just seems fitting the Lakers play Boston this year. I'm just saying. Tom Seaver, another great die, like I said. I mean, it just it's fucked up, man. Um, I don't know. But it's more on this whole football thing, why we're trying to play college football. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, let's push our kids to go get drafted. Let's get them right. Let's get them ready for the draft. Let's let's get better at our craft coaches. How about we go learn? Maybe we can go to NFL practices and do some things and learn how to even get better and maybe be part of the draft process and see really what it takes so we can coach our kids even better at the next level To at when we do get these kids back and say, this is what the NFL is really looking at. Let's start doing these things from winter to summer every year and just get better. But we're not doing that. We're not trying to do it. We're trying to coach JV type of talent. Um, just to have a season so we're we're getting paid and we don't have to worry about getting furloughed and different shit like that. But to add insult to injury, nearly half of the Power 5 schools won't even reveal COVID testing results. So what the fuck is that saying to you, parents, high school coaches who send your kids to these fucking schools? They don't give a fuck about your kids. It's about the money. It's not the health. So stop saying that shit already. We know you kids um, that just want to play and stop fighting a good fight are soft. We know that. The Big Ten and Pac-12 kids who saw, who came out with this demand and then all of a sudden we want to play. Hashtag we want to play. We know you guys are soft and your coaches are even softer for not trying to keep you to continue to fight that. Especially during this type of year where this opportunity is presenting itself to make make change but yet we want to play now fucking jv football and we stopped fighting the good fight and shame on your coaches for lying to your asses and now parents when are you going to wake up oh yeah probably never because you're the same parents allowing your kids to transfer four fucking times and not compete in high school so why would you give a fuck about anything uh in college going forward you just want money. You want him to go to the NFL. You want this. But when your son faces a little adversity, oh, son, just decommit Twitter. Tweet a decommit letter and let's go somewhere else. Let's do it all over again because we're soft and we don't want to compete. But the fucking schools won't even reveal the COVID testing results. Why not? Is it a secret? Why not? 
there's a fucking problem. But you guys are going to go play in this unknown variable that continues to happen every day. You're going to go play in this shit, huh? You're going to push the kids to play in it. Coaches used to be ashamed. Parents. High school coaches, I hope you guys do play. Um, man, I, I do hope you guys play. But, you know, because high school is high school, man. I mean, it's, it's just a different dynamic. College, if you're a freshman, you're going to be back next year. You, you're going through the process. You're going through spring ball. You're going through all these things. Let's fight the fucking real problem at hand. Face that first. Fight that. And then we'll go from there. But don't keep saying it's about it's health and this and this and this. It's not. It's about money. You guys need to play. You're in, you're, you're in the possibility of losing fucking billions. And I know. I get it. But at the same time, man, come on. Let's be honest. Um, so Miami came back and stormed back and blew out Milwaukee. Um, 3-0. That series is over, like I predicted. Boston fucked up last night, but that don't mean nothing. I think that game is in, is going to be a uh, a four one series. Um, I don't know. Lakers are underway with Houston. Uh, predicting Lakers sweeps uh, or maybe five and five. You know, there's no way that fucking James Harden. For people to keep saying he's the best fucking one on one player. Shut the fuck up. He's a one-on-one player that will never win in this league who don't make anyone better and is just fucking... It's horrible to watch a professional basketball game when the motherfucker's dribbling up top for seven seconds and shoots and then passes the ball when he does pass and then just drifts off to the side and does nothing. In a, uh, there's no offense at all. There's no real structure to that. I, w- I wish they'd have lost because D'Antoni, man, I like D'Antoni for what he is. But again, he's a guy that's won more basketball games than ever without ever playing in a final. Because in and, 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 and ignorance, man, is not only life-threatening, but like, do you guys get that the definition of, an ins- of insanity is doing the same shit over and over and expect a different result? Like, why the fuck has he not changed at all? Like, come on, man. He ain't changed nothing and has never won nothing. I don't know. Crazy. But anyway, man. Um, hey, man, I'm going to get to my Laker game. I appreciate you guys listening in. Like I said, I will have Sunday show. Um, and uh, and I'll be launching my uh, live YouTube channels uh, membership only. I'll be doing a coaches clinic, virtual clinic um, for all age groups of coaches that want to get better three times a week. And I'll be doing a last chance you uh, live commentary on the actual my two seasons. And that'll be a a paid membership on YouTube and plus uh, plenty of more other options. And then there's a lot of fucking uh, opportunities for uh, some some bottles of whiskey, one on one time with me, cigars, my book. just different things that I'm giving away as perks. So become a member on my YouTube. And like I said, I'll have uh, more details this weekend on what that's going to entail and how we're going to start next week doing that. But hey, man, be safe this weekend. I'll, I'll, I'll be back Sunday. Appreciate the support. Shout out to Manscaped. And uh, B, 
Be safe, man. Appreciate you. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last.